Welcome to Porsche Talks, this is the Happy Hour Edition, aka the Drinkcast, aka the sponsored by the Fall Funnel Fest 2020. First annual Porsche Talk Fall Funnel Fest 2020. Too many words. Our hashtag is currently getting blocked because of the election, which is really unfortunate. Um, but Fall Funnel Fest is a thing. I'll probably post something on the story tomorrow to let people know again. Yeah. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paisley. Easy tell them, Papito, DMV's finest, Daddy Dickham Down, Fredericksburg's finest. Mansfield's finest, Brockwell Elementary, class of 06, a valedictorian. I just remember every time we have a guest on that, like, like Mom Beer and Big Brown, you always leave out the dad dick him down. And it's just so funny because I'm like, <laughs> I want you to slip up one day and say it and just see your, their reaction. Oh, they know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Paige, Paige is finally back after her Cali Girl stuff, but we're not going to get into. What's been a lot has been going on in her life, so you're gonna have to wait until next week's, which is, I guess, comes out on Thursday. So, next th- Thursday, the next episode, it, you'll hear all about what the fuck's been going on. Mm-hmm. You'll get to hear about the shit show that is my life. Yeah. All, all the tea will be spilled. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna make a comment, but then I'm, I'm gonna wait until Monday. I'm about to write that down now. Ooh. Yeah. How how uh how deep do you think you're gonna get on that? As deep as we cry. <laughs> Me? Yeah. How deep do you how how much are you gonna put out in the for the world to know? Honestly, it probably depends on how pissed off I am that day. Mm. Um, because I was I have been real nice. I really have been. Um, but I'm getting pushed. So. That's gonna get interesting. We talked. DM'd him and told me to tell me everything he wants to tell you, and I'm a message to you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I'd love to have him as a guest. Yeah, we can have one on Monday. Oh, it's being sarcastic. It'll be like a uh, debate. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be epic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. No, that would be hilarious. But of course, the one time I'm in like a relationship, it ends fucking terribly, and the whole thing's a shit show, so. Hey, we we call that a lesson. I suppose that's what everybody keeps saying. I mean, as long as you don't get murdered, it's a lesson. If you get murdered, it's an unfortunate situation, but still a lesson. But still a lesson for others. Christ! If they start a hashtag about me, let me know. Hashtag free page. If you don't see page posts on TikTok or her story for a while, be concerned. Listen, I've finally gotten Ezra to send me funny videos. I'm super excited. On TikTok? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've become addicted. That's a problem. Ez, what's the story that you were going to tell us before I forget? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My boy Nas, RIP, your Mansfield days. He's still alive. He's just back in Philly. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Um, he was talking to us one day, and somebody had said that uh, he was someone had said that someone took something from him, and like they finished telling the story, and he waited like politely, which was real out of character. So that should have been flag number one. He waited like super politely, and then he was like, "You pussy," and I was like, "Oh, okay, it's starting early today," <laughs> and he was like, "Not nah, like that's pussy. You let somebody take something from you," he said. I have never in my life had something taken from me. Stolen, maybe, but never taken. 
and me being me, the pot starer, I was like, mm, those words are synonymous, nigga. What do you mean? And he broke it down to a newfound knowledge that I have to admit he was, I guess, right. And those words are not synonymous. He was like, nah, stolen is you crept on me when I wasn't at the house. You took my PlayStation controller. Now you think it's yours. He said, took is you looked me in my eyes and told you to hand me my lunch money. I ain't never had nothing taken from me. I said, you know what? You might actually be right, Nas. In this one scenario, I guess there is, in fact, a difference between someone stealing something from you and someone taking something from you. So that's today's lesson. There is a difference between taking and stealing. So the implied knowledge of it and it actually happening to you is pretty much the key aspect. Yes. Because I've also never had anything taken from me. I ain't pussy like that. Stolen property. Huh. I mean, I guess that's better, but like, you still got shit taken or stolen, no, no, whatever you want to talk about. Hey, yo, he stolen. was so serious, too. Because he waited for the whole story. And he was like, nah, like, yeah, you're pussy. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> let me see where this goes today. <laughs> I was geeked, though. That shit was funny. <sighs> Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This is kind of like a side of an election cast, because um, when we recorded on Monday um, with Big Brown, we had no idea it was going to happen. I thought, and I feel stupid now saying, hey, maybe by Wednesday or Thursday we'll have an idea we'll do an election cast. It's Friday, and it looks like everything's going Biden at this point, but we still have no fucking idea. We have no idea, really, and... And you know there's going to be a recount. Already the recount is in the works. Georgia finna recount. The issue is from everybody uh, talking about recounts is like you might get a couple hundred, but you're not – if it stays within what the, the margins are right now, it's not going to change anything. Wasn't Georgia's count like a few – I can't remember what it was. It was like 49.6 to 49.4. In Biden's favor, the last time I seen it, a recount yeah, could maybe, depending on how much that like 0.2% is, it could maybe swing it to like a tie at best. But the dude was like, recount, you might find like 200. He said a couple hundred to a few hundred misplaced votes. But it was like, really? We're we not going to mess up and misplace 2,000 votes. Yeah, Biden, not too long ago, just got a huge bump. I want to say like, Probably 10, 15 minutes before we started recording, it was like, uh, he just got bumped up to like a 4,000 vote lead. Yeah, ain't even worth recounting because they didn't mess up 4,000 votes. Yeah. I mean, I know they're trying to like, they're really big on pushing the fact that election day, like at the end of election day don't count. I don't, I don't understand the mindset of that because like, if the votes are there, is are they trying to say after once it hits twelve on midnight, whatever's been counted, that's it? Like, is that is that what Trump's and their team's plan is to do? Like, is that what they're trying to ask for? That's kind of what he he was fine with them counting like the same not the same day the in person day of votes. He doesn't want them mm-hmm. counting like the mailing or all that shit after twelve because at that point he deems it fraud or whatever. It's stupid, but. I think, first off, P- the, the state of PA needs to be handled. The way they handled that shit was a joke. They fumbled the bag. They've got to be addressed. 
once I get that out the system. Um, I don't know why it's been a thing in America to announce who won the presidency so soon. Because the presidents just don't take office till January. So we should have never been given these like results until like mid-December at best. Well, when you have all like the in day, you know very soon who's winning. So they're just like, ah, we pro- it's all it's all technically it's all safe by calling it a projection. Yeah. We're like, we're projecting that he's gonna win this and win that. When I was watching the draw, because I think everybody has watched this closer than anything ever before. And I was looking at the Wisconsin one when Wisconsin was looking like it was going to go red at the time. It ended up going to Biden, correct? Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin was looking like it was going to go red at the time. And, like, they were talking about a recounting, what would happen. And Shorty was like, yeah, state by state, it varies differently. But in Wisconsin, you couldn't even file a recount until 10 days after we go official. And we don't go official until December 1st. And I was like, wait a second. And then when the Georgia mayor or whatever was talking, he was like, yeah, in the state of Georgia, you can't get a recount unless you're within a 0.5 percentage. And I was like, bro, like, these would be things I would have liked to have known beforehand. Also, this should be something that's, like, federally regulated. Because even if it's 0.5, that's tiny. And it'll probably grow outside of that, so you won't get the recount in Georgia unless he, like, bullies them in the Supreme Court. But even at that, I was like, that's a weird stipulation to have that varies state by state. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with they were talking about the Senate runoffs where it's like there's a bunch of states that if you don't get more, you have to get 50% or above or if not, automatically there's a runoff. But I'm not mad at that. Like, if you don't get over 50%, are you really the winner? If you get like 47 and someone else gets 46? Like, I guess not. I did hate that I kept seeing some senator stuff pop up. I was like, the most important time of my life, I do not care about who the fuck the senator of Colorado is about to be. Nah, but you do, because when it comes to the House, if the Democrats don't pick up what they needed, they're not going to have control of the House. I mean, they have the Senate, but you're, like, you're not going to get shit done with fucking Mitch McConnell still running the House. That would be fact. And of course, we revoted Mitch McConnell, even though by a landslide. Yes. And there's been a bunch of things that are like, if uh, Dems could rig the votes, we wouldn't have had Mitch McConnell again. And I was like, if that's not the fucking truth, I don't know what it is. He's an idiot. What do you, like, why do people like Mitch McConnell? Do you think it's just because he's the incumbent, so they were just like, we'll just keep him because people don't know shit about politics? Uh, no, they, I guarantee most people in Kentucky voted for him because he's white He's a male, he's Republican, and he's been there for 10,000 years, so they don't want anything to change. That's why we need term Because the whole, like, everybody's big problem with Amy McGrath was that she was always talking about how she was a mom and a Marine. It's like, okay, well, you want to respect, like, veterans and all that, but if they're a female, you don't, like, give a shit. Because um, she's not even, like, she's not even... I don't think she even considers herself like a Democrat. She was just running against Mitch McConnell. Um, mm. So it had nothing to do with like political parties. I fully think that it was because she was female. Does she have any good like policies? Um, she like the main things that I know she was for is um, for making sure there's term limits, uh, just like the president has. 
Um, she wants to really dig into Medicare to make sure more people have health insurance. Um, and then there was another big one that she was always about, but I don't really remember. I normally flip past her commercials. It's hard to beat the incumbent, like the nigga holding the chair first off. Yeah. It's probably also harder when the people seeing your commercials don't really know what your policies would be. And it's probably super hard for anybody to back her when the main thing or one of her tar- ticket target items would be term limits. Well, no, I bet everybody just, in that bitch don't want no term limits. Those are just the ones I remember. Like, I've, I'm not 100% sure of what her big things were. Those are the ones I just remember, though. They got to come with a heavy hitter to beat someone like Mitch. Mm, she she uh, supports the Affordable Care Act. You know how people feel about Obamacare. Yeah, you're not going to win that in Kentucky. Yeah. It's like, so I don't know if you guys watch uh, the shit show that was Trump's press conference yesterday. And a lot of it was bullshit, <laughs> but there was like a couple things that he 100% was accurate about. The blue wave that the Democrats were talking about, the polls were projecting, that just was flat out wrong. And he was also 100% right that he's done better with any minority group in the past 60 years as a Republican. And like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how do, how do they fuck up the polls and these projections twice? And also, what are these minorities doing? I know we talked about it on election cast number two about like Florida and how the Cubans and all that were going to vote for Trump. But like, I mean, you're seeing shit in Arizona and like Nevada, like Texas was big for him with like minorities. I'm like, what is going on? I'm telling you now, the Cuban one we hit on already. They, they're not minorities. They're Cuban. Uh, I guess to them, whatever. Fuck them. They on the list of people. They were scared of socialism. They on the list of people we now fucking hate. The Cubans. Um, <laughs> when it comes to like Arizona, Nevada, Texas, I think Texas actually was kind of surprising me a little bit because it was looking like they had a chance of going blue. And I think in the next election, or at least two elections from now, do not be surprised if Texas is blue and every country farming oil racist Republican down there is going to be heated. But I think that's credit of Texas booming cities. Like Texas got like four of the top 50 cities in America. So it's going to drive diversity. So Texas kind of makes sense. But Nevada and like Arizona, I need to know like who their minorities would be because I would assume they'd be like Hispanic and almost my money would be on of the Mexican variety. So how would they be voting for Trump? I saw from my research that they were saying that the GOP is kind of switching into a more younger working class demographic. And I mean, I think if you, cause let's be real. If you watch anything when they're breaking down County by County, every five I minutes that, but I love on it. like everything, I mean, Trump is great at hitting the working class, and I think that's a big thing that the Democrats hit the suburbs, which we've heard, but, like, they've lost the working class. It doesn't seem that they're getting them back anytime soon. It is wild. We've talked about this also, how Trump is pulling these working class people when he's lying about getting jobs back, and they all bring up the fucking tax cut when they're not even close to $400,000 a year. 
I think what it I think he pulls the working class. I don't think people want to admit it in today's world, but the fact that the election is still this close, because I was looking at the history of some of the other elections, you got presidents winning like 400 to like low 100s, 380s to like mid 150s. This one is still close. And the fact that this one is close kind of plays to my point I'm going to make about the working class. I think people don't want to acknowledge it, but it's more clear than ever now. More people in America may not be racist, but are okay with racist rhetoric and undertone to where, like, that's not something to draw them away from it because they grew up around it. They had parents like it. They had friends like it. So it's, like, no big deal to them. So they're okay with that. And I was watching an interview the other day. It was Omar speaking. And he was just talking. He was like, bring me one white person. Because white people can be allies. And there's tons of white people who aren't racist. So, like, that's not what I'm saying. But he was like, bring me one white person just at random. And then find out if they're willing to get rid of everything they have in the world because they are not a minority. And I think that's what played a part when it came to the working class citizens. They're still got, like, they have an inherent edge over minorities to a degree. And I think Trump reminds them of that. And I think some of them still take a little bit of pride in that. Hmm. I think that could be it. I also do... Kind of like off of that, it was more of I don't I don't think that his racist remarks and his like racial actions carry enough weight. Like they can look past that and be like, all right, he might do that, but like what else is he doing? Kind of thing. I'm telling you, it's because most of them got a family member that act like Trump, so they've excused it anyway, so it's excusable behavior, so they can relate to him. Because I had a shorty tell me, she was like, mm. he doesn't act much different than my dad. And I was like, that's a problem. You probably don't realize it, but that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, because I can think of someone yeah. who I'm like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of someone like that. Mm. And to them, it's excusable because, like I said, they probably got like a family member or a friend with a family member who acts like that. Most minorities don't got a family member that act like that. So it's definitely unexcusable for us. They were showing, I was like seeing random breakdowns of like who was voting for who. Married white women are still voting for Trump for some reason. Obviously, their white husbands men, are telling right? them to. That's what I was like, dude, it has to be like a, you know, we're voting for Trump in this household kind of thing. But also uneducated black men were big on Trump too. And that was a little concerning to me. I need me. to know what the level of education is to them. Are we talking high school college. diploma, college degree? Yeah, they, they break it off as a college educated. That is very, very interesting. Yeah. I think I think this election, it definitely is going to be eye-opening for the demographics of who people are voting for. Like That needs to be looked into. But it's clear that the Democrats just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Because they, it was such, it was set up so easy for them. Like, if you look at Kentucky, um, they put like $100 million into Amy McGrath. She got fucking destroyed. There's like a bunch of different Senate races where they got destroyed. They lost seats in the, uh, the Senate that they were supposed to pick up more. They might not even get anywhere close to 
big in the house where they might tie depending on the runoffs. But I mean, this is not this is not a win in any means for like them besides getting Biden in there. That's the only thing you can call a win. Yeah, I I truly don't understand how it's this close. It actually blows my mind to think that it's this close. <laughs> like it should have been a wash. The election should have been a wash. And that's partially on the Democrats. But at the same time, you got to think like the general population of America. We got to look at who the fuck is really like co-signing Trump. A lot of people. I mean, this is a lot of people came out and vote. That's the only good thing you can say about this election is this is it has to be up there with one of the most voted elections of all time. That's because they wanted to make sure that boy came back. Um, do you, what did you think? I think one of Trump's like campaign people came out and said, "Don't lose the possibility of him potentially running in 2024." What do you oh think about that? My God, he doesn't like I losing. Lie to you, I 100 percent could imagine him coming back to running back in 2024. Mm-hmm. If it's one thing I will say I do like about a man that I like nothing about. I like his hustle, man. And I think, that, <laughs> I think he's one of the greater just dickheads to ever do it. Because I've got a little dickhead in me as well. And that's just dickhead activity. Yeah, I lost, but I'm going to run again in 2024. Bro, I mean, if you look at his Twitter, like, Twitter's censoring it all. But, like, he's just like, we won the election big time. We already won. Dude, like... Two days ago, he has the whole family tweeting out they won Pennsylvania. Like, he saw Biden. He was finally tired of not talking for two days after he saw Biden. He was like, no, I'm fucking speaking, dude. I'm going out there. He's reading polls, saying, you know, this and that. I'm like, dude, you got to give it up. But, like, I respect the no-quit the no attitude. I geeked Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning at, like, 3 a.m. when he declared he had won the election on his Twitter. I was like, this man mm. is iconic. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> I, uh, I think there, there's talks of, you know, after the election and all that, that he could definitely go into, like, his own media company, um, which would be very interesting to see. I could see him just, like, being a super popular, like, talking head figure, um, some type of show. But if he does that for, like, you know, two, three years, gets that base going again for another election run... Especially because there's talks of they don't know if Biden's just going to be a one and done kind of guy. Um, Biden will definitely not be there for eight years. Biden yeah, barely so wanted to sign up for this point. He probably asked, "Can I run for president?" But can we shorten it to two years? <laughs> he, uh, they said he he had no intention of running until the Charlottesville stuff, where Trump said there were good guys on both sides. They said that was the turning point for Biden. I can believe it. But yeah, so I mean, if so Biden bows out after one year, so maybe Kamala can step in. It depends how she's looking um, four years later. I think the Democratic ballot four years from now is going to get hectic. So I don't know if I... She'd probably try to throw her hat back in the circle, especially if they have an experience as vice president. But I think there's going to be some heavy hitters four years from now. There's going to be people who people thought were going to run this year, this cycle, who didn't solely because they didn't want to deal with Trump and his actions. 
I don't know, man. I mean, the Democrats have just been missing. So it's like, if you have Kamala there, who's an easy, especially if she gets the Biden endorsement, as long as Biden's not terrible. Um, I could just see that. But I, Trump, Trump chilling on the sidelines, waiting, just destroying people in primaries, bringing back the old Trump vibes could definitely be dangerous. Oh, it could. So, um, but this is what we really need. I'm going to tell you all right now. This is what we Oh, God. <laughs> My whole. All right, I'm okay. I was I was choking a little bit, but it's fine. Um, Jesus, who we need? Who I'm backing? Who I can low key support a little bit? Ah, oh, fuck! What is that? Okay. If bro running, um, motherfucking, you know, yeah, he got my back. I'm going fucking Tom motherfucking Wolf. Fuck is Tom Are you Wolf? Serious? <laughs> you don't know who Tom Wolf is, who bro. Fuck is Tom Wolf, the American the fucking governor of PA, the nigga who stood up to Trump at the beginning of Corona, the nigga who was backing heavy like, ah, eh, we're gonna shut our state down when Trump didn't want PA to shut down, bro. Who said we're gonna take our sweet time counting these votes in Philly? Look hmm. at Tom. No, I no idea who you that know, is. I'm going to tell you, hit AP one day. She'll give you, like, everything you'll ever need to know about Tom Wolf. Tom Wolf is a real nigga. This white boy gets <laughs> after it. Oh, let's see. Let's see. He was reelected in 2018 by a margin of 17.1. I mean, all right. He's a governor. I guess that's all you need. That is all you need. I'll have to look into him more. Hey, bro. You're going to have to. He means business and he gets to it. I don't know. I think the Democrats need... When do you think they're going to push AOC for her run? Hopefully never. I I have to imagine it's going to be soon. It probably will. It'll probably be on the next... So he's probably going to be one of the ones on the next ballot as well. I'm t- the Democrat 2024 is probably going to have some heavy hitters. Like, they're going to box it out. Don't be surprised if, uh, what's boy's name? Fuck, why can't I never remember his name? <sighs> Fucking, um, don't be surprised if, uh, Northman gets on to the Virginia's governor because I've heard a lot of people talk good about him. They love him. He's bringing that whole state together. What about so Stacey who, Abrams? What did you say? Is that Stacey the Abrams? I did mm-hmm. just see somebody, I think it was Shannon, tweet out that uh, she deserves whatever position in his cabinet she wants. Um, I don't know if I can see her making a presidential run because every time I've heard her talk, it hasn't been all there. But the other... The um the African American woman from Obama's term was trying to make the VP selection. Who was trying to get the VP selection from Biden? I could also see her being pushed. Fuck, I know her name. What about fucking Andrew Cuomo? Because everybody was losing their shit He's over him during fucking Corona times. He's the uh, nah. governor of New York. That's too good of a job. Mm. 
still don't leave New York to go work for the United States. It's a pay cut. Bro, I saw him on CNN the past couple of days. I didn't know what to do. I was like, this isn't – are you really hey, going to just let Anderson Cooper take it? Or better yet, the nigga who was working the map night one. Fucking, uh, need a position whatever, Mark King or whatever. Because I know there's going to be a job with a president. <laughs> Bro, he's so good at hitting a touchscreen. Yep, he's he's good at that shit. Bro, did you, were you watching CNN after Trump's thing where Anderson yeah. Cooper was like, that's just pathetic. Like, what a sad <laughs> day for our country. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to that figure out. Was I was like, how the fuck old is Anderson Cooper? Because I feel like I thought he was way older than he was. But, like, regardless on some, like, regular stuff, he looks good for his age for a white man. Yeah, like, He's 53. Why is his hair so know. white? He probably dyes that shit. Probably went a little gray and he just went all the way. Or, actually, I think some people have, like, a natural white color. Mm, let's, I'm going to look at the picture from the young. I'll let you know. Bro, why is young Anderson Cooper still like 45 year old Anderson Cooper? <laughs> His hair was brown, so yeah, he he whitened up real quick. No, I don't know. I couldn't it. imagine him with brown hair. I feel handsome like white man. Suits him. Yeah, he looks great with white hair. It does. Not a lot mm-hmm. of people can pull off white Almost hair. Almost nobody like that. can. Mm, he looks good in black and white photos. The white hair just pops off. Does he, have a mm, he needs glasses, he though. Him without glasses? Damn, I was about to tell Paige yeah. to steal him. Oh, I, I thought so. he was gay. Is he? I think so. Mm, hold on, he might be gay. Fox would uh, love that. Sure. He, he's co-parenting with someone. What do, you, what do you mean he's co-parenting? How did you figure that out? Wyatt What's Morgan? What's that name? That sounds like a man. Wyatt man. Morgan. It he might, in fact, be it gay. Is. Long time. He all right. Back in March, May twenty, May first, twenty twenty, Anderson Cooper reportedly got back together with his longtime boyfriend Benjamin Masani just before he welcomed his son Wyatt on Monday. Sources tell us that CNN got reconciled with Ben. Oh, so maybe it's his kids. Yeah, he's gay. We we figure that out. So his man's <laughs> kind of a regular. Damn. His ears no, are weird. Look. Now, Anderson Cooper does not look good with the flash on, though. Not everybody can look good like me when the flash hits. But he also 100% needs to wear glasses all the time. He looks terrible without them. Man, it's kind of regular. Yeah. This probably has a side piece. Anderson though. Cooper probably has a side piece. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure he walks into any gay bar and just like picks up a couple guys. That's what he wants. Politics. Yo, you think we could ever run for politics? I'm telling you right now. Of elections? For a while, my because uh, my AP hist AP uh, history teacher in fucking twelfth grade kept telling us that he wants to run for a position or whatnot, and then he showed us. How simple and easy it is. Like, if you go to a small town to like get a mayor, and I think it was like one of the examples he gave us on like a person, a guy who got right out of college, he documented everything. He like went door to door, grassroots, knocked on doors, all that shit, got his name out there. 
and he won the election for that town's mayor, it was like 3,000 votes to like 2,800 votes. And I was like, bro, like it's only like 6,000 people in these small counties or towns voting in the first place. I've got enough charisma to win in a town with like 50,000. So give me a town of 5,000 and I'm watching you Uh, That kid then got fucking removed like two weeks into office because apparently he like violated hella codes, like election codes, in which he just did not know about. But not like a small town election, you could probably watch that shit. Or go back to your hometown, depending on how big your hometown is, because you can't come to Fredericksburg and win that shit. But like if your hometown is like regular, a lot of people could probably go back to their hometown if like they were like prom queen or like Miss Kentucky and they could probably win that shit. I was gonna say run for like city council or some shit. Make your name known a little and then go for mayor. I would like to see as the bait. Oh, I'm telling you right now, it'd be a roast session. Y'all thought Trump was bad? Oh, I'm getting them. Oh, God. See, that's the thing, though. That could work because of, like, the standard that Trump is set. And knowing your demographic, I'm going back to people who want to see me roast the the incumbent. But then I realized they make no money. And that's what drew me away. I was like, yeah, keep that shit. Yeah, it's a full-time job with, like, part-time pay. Like I said, by the way, you get $6,000 this year and a free gas card at Giant. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that ain't enough. You have to go, like, to be a senator or, like, uh, something I think like the that. lowest one I would consider would probably be senator. I'd have to be like senator or damn near governor because outside of it, there's just like no money. They make like apparently senators make like uh, about yeah, but can't they also vote on their own pay raise? Yeah, when they want to pay raise, that's probably what they do. Who's gonna say no to that? And I'd love to see the person saying no. Probably somebody saying no. There's always one person. You know it's a shame. Right after this gets called, like nope. no one's gonna care about politics again. See, that's true. I feel like mm, I feel like most people should take this and dive into the next step of politics. Because once you get invested in your first national or federal election, which is easy to do, it's all over all the news stations. I feel like it should be just as easy for you to get into your local or state ones because those are truly the ones that affect you the most. Because outside mm-hmm. of outside of our president not being like a dickhead that's racist and just rude to women and just a piece of shit, the only thing that's going to really change in people's day-to-day life is like maybe some jobs lost if you're in like the fracking industry air quotes because we don't even know if he's taking those jobs maybe maybe if you're in that like four percent who make over four hundred thousand dollars your taxes are gonna rise outside of that like nothing really changes for you (laughs) yeah um i don't think people realize how much local shit goes on which is a shame because I mean, you'll like my mom's definitely more involved with it because 
my sister's still in school and like you know whenever those school district fucking votes happen she's like hey make sure you go vote so they don't cut like these fucking programs and like teacher salaries and shit and i'm like could not have told you for the life of me if you didn't tell me that this was going on Absolutely. Was happening. so shit like that and then just you know governor senate races um congress like all that kind of stuff's important to definitely actually vote on because, you know, that's how they were able to put through another Supreme Court justice right before Trump gets fucking removed from office. Allegedly. Allegedly. So. Allegedly. Because he might not be leaving. Allegedly. They're just going to co- Bro, they're going to co-president. You know how this... Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Huh. That would be... If you, like, let Trump do all the talking... And then just let Biden do everything behind the scenes. That'd be kind of a good combo. Talk, bro. Because like Trump is so good at getting people to go. Like his rallies or whatever you want to say of them, they're fucking wild. But he gets people out. So you let Trump do all the talking. He gets a spotlight. He's happy. Biden takes care of all the behind the scenes stuff. You know the important things need to get done. And like it would work well. Work well probably. I'm happy it hasn't and will not come to that, though. But could you imagine if somehow Trump, like, flips all these states and somehow wins it all? What this fucking, like, what the nation would do? Yeah, it'd get, it'd get nuts. Mm. Oh, my God. Nuts. You guys got anything left on politics before we wrap it up? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a long week to say the least. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Do you have anything left on politics before we wrap up the politics, politics aspect? It's been a long week. A long week for sure. Yeah. Um, what are you guys gonna get into this weekend? Um. Well, my little shawl, we're going we gonna to do dinner tonight with a fam. And then tomorrow, I think we're going to go down that dark movie path that doesn't anybody need to go on unless you're going to do it all on one day and just be the saddest version of you. Fruitville Station, Detroit, when they see us, it's going to be a dark day. What? Because <laughs> you got those are movies you can't not see. And when someone's like, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen any of them, it's like, damn, we're not going to watch this every weekend so I can be sad every Saturday. So you might as well get it all out the way at once. Oh, got it. That, that's oh, like it's a gonna be day the worst filled with trauma. I like how you skipped over the fact that you're going to go meet parents. Parents love me, so I don't like you like me. I ain't never met a parent who don't like me. But I feel like that's a pretty big deal, more of not not as I feel like everybody's good at meeting parents. Yeah, um, but I shouldn't know. Parents. Not everybody's good at meeting parents. Yeah, but I'm great like at meeting parents. You're probably but, like a 6.9 out of 8.3. I'm damn near an 8.29. Parents ooh, meet me and they love you think you got the juice they like that. They want to ask me to stay so we can crack beers and crack jokes later. <laughs> 
But my my bigger issue is the fact that you're meeting parents. I think that's a big deal. I'm just not introducing anybody in my parents. Who knows? I still have parents reach out and talk to me. So, Paige, do you? You said what? I still have people's parents mm-hmm. reach out and talk to me afterwards. Mm, is that one parent in specific? <laughs> yep. One parent <laughs> yeah, in particular? I don't know if that even counts. Okay. Yeah. 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 I That's different. You were like living there for a little bit. Girl I've ever seriously met. And they'd be like, yeah, come over. Hands down. Mm-hmm. But do you, Paige, do you consider like if you tell someone about, like, oh, have someone meet your parents? Yeah, it's a pretty I think big the only deal. people that will ever meet my parents is the person that I am going to marry. because I've went so I've gone this long and dated people that haven't met my parents and thank god they didn't so and I've seen my brother bring over like multiples and I've waited this long so I might as well wait a little bit longer haven't I met your dad yeah I wasn't I wasn't dating you trying to marry me low key you know what it's all adding up now (laughs) Oh, everything now makes sense. All right, chill out. I hope you know I'm loosely spoken for. Well, the fact that you met him almost three years ago. <laughs> and I bet he still invited me over for a beer. I rest my case. <laughs> Bro, I'm just trying to get the chiropractic adjustment. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to see what this it. chiropractor is all about. Amazon. They got these little handheld massagers. $99. Comes with eight heads, goes six speeds. Get you one. That's crazy because chiropractic is not the same thing as massage. It's the same thing to me. Get you one. Yeah. I like how I also have already had a massage gone for like multiple months and I put you onto this already. Oh, did you really? Massage guns. Yeah. Bro, it's a life changer. You you will never go back once you start using them. Mm, one, two, I think like six or seven. Yeah. No, probably seven. Yeah, no, nope, six. So I don't know. I have to about. check it. Oh, it's your. I'm telling you, like, if you your, you know, your shoulders feel a little tight one day, you hit that. It like really just be my bottom back that be getting me. Or it, it'll. Help. I know a chiropractor that can help with that. A who? A chiropractor. Yeah, but don't you? Run into that problem if you go to the chiropractor, you have to continue to go to the chiropractor. Just like if you get a massage, you continue to get a massage. Yeah, but I'm gonna have this massage gun that I got for eighty nine dollars. I'm assuming at one point the chiropractor is gonna cost more than the eighty nine dollars I spent for this year. Depends on. Yeah, exactly. Depends on insurance. What you mean depends on the insurance? I. If your insurance yeah, covers it, you so you probably could just pay a copay. Nine times out of a year, I can use this massage gun 365 times. Again, massage is different than chiropractic. Well, yeah, don't they say like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to go to a chiropractor every week? That means you're getting taken advantage of. Like you should go get adjusted and then come no, back in a couple months and like get unless you have something wrong. No, so you're supposed, you should, in a realistic, perfect world, 
you should be able to get an adjustment every like two or three weeks for maintenance. But people wait until they're actually injured to go to a chiropractor, which, you know, just tends to happen. Just like people don't go to the doctor until they're actually sick most of the time. And then you wind up going way more frequently at the very beginning, but you have to like keep getting adjusted. So things don't like slip out of place and blah, blah, blah. But once you get to a point where you're no longer in pain, then you can space out your visits. But, you know, maximum, you should go like once a month. Minimum, or no, minimum, you should go once a month. Maximum, depending on how injured you are, it's like once a week. Eric, do you need a chiropractor or do you just want to visit the chiropractor? Oh, you really just need the massage. Oh, I just want to visit. I want to see what it's all about. Shut up. It's not the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, but he doesn't even need the chiropractors, he's saying. He just wants to nope. visit it. That's what I'm saying. People only go to a chiropractor unless they're injured, but <laughs> you can go before you are injured. Yeah, but he's going to fuck himself up if he doesn't actually need it. No. He's going to be that person it's who doubts He's going to have to now go once a month, even though he doesn't need to. No, you can go to a chiropractor for preventative <laughs> medicine. But won't he need to keep going to prevent? Just like if you go to the doctor, you're going to prevent. You don't go to the doctor if you're not sick. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's different. So, <laughs> I'm very I can get him on here Monday. Oh, that would actually be fun because we, we can keep our interview stuff. series going. Damn. I am very, no, I'm very interested in chiropractic. When we're in Charlotte, like, I can give you an adjustment. But you need a table because you got to have that neck right. I'm also terrified of oh, no, no, I'm never corrected. Crack your neck. I can definitely do your back, though. No, you got to crack your neck. Well, yeah, go to someone no. that's licensed to do no, that. Come to me, I got you. I'll be cracking mine all the time. I watch those chiropractor videos on occasion. You know, you get into a deep YouTube hole, and I'm just like, this looks like fun. They're just like doing things. They're like, how does that feel? And your legs look different. You know, the like, ones that, like, my dad's like, pretty old school happen. about it because he's been doing it for like 30 something years. But the ones that kind of scare me are like the new age chiropractors that have you put your like head and neck in that like strap thing. And they're like, okay, relax, let your head back, loosen up. And then they pull the strap and it like cracks their spine all the way down. That shit scares me. So yes. Oh, he has that like one guy in Texas? Like puts the little thing right on your forehead. Oh. So you're like strapped into this thing. And then he pulls it really hard. My dad, you can so easily yeah. like rupture a vertebrae or like really fuck up your um, like neck joints doing that. Yeah, it's called something. The ring dinger, whatever the fuck he calls it. Yeah, that shit's wild. But he, he like, he, that's his whole fucking shtick, is that? That's his, like, his big, yeah. like, fucking like, cum shot yeah. of the thing. So, like that. Couldn't be me. No. Have you ever watched the, uh, that super muscular guy who always uses those huge, mm -hmm. like, mallets for no reason? Yeah, there's this huge dude who was, like, used to be a football player all that and it's definitely just more for show but he uses like mallets to kind of move it 
along with the chiropractor stuff. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Chiropractic, I wanna I wanna try it. I wanna see what it's all about. I'm terrified, like I feel like your dad be like, so I'm looking at your spine, I can tell that you kind of lean on something, something, and I'm like, dude, don't, don't tell me about my life. I know. Listen, how I, I know I have scoliosis, you don't have to point it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need it. You really just need a massage. No, you need like a massage. <laughs> I have the massage, good. You need to go to a little spot where they're gonna offer you a little happy ending. I got you. Don't worry. I know the spot. Yeah. I know the spots. <laughs> you. I do need a spa day. I feel like I need to go to like some place that has a nice Bro, spa when we were in and just fucking fuck around Beach and relax. For the fishing trip this summer, we were trying to, but everywhere was all booked up. I want to get one of those fucking like hot stone massages. I feel like that would do me. Ooh, right. yep. What if the I stone stone massage and it literally burnt my shin. Yeah. Really? What burnt your skin? That's what I'm worried about. One of the stones. Like I was getting like the stone massage when I get a pedicure, like on my lower leg, and she left a stone on my shin for too long and it burnt my shin. No, but I did get yeah. like ten bucks. Did you get off. for free? No, I need for free. Absolutely. Bro, I got burned. That's free. Yeah, I'm thinking about suing. I could have been I'm not trying to ruin someone's life. I'm fine. I'm trying to ruin somebody's life. I'm sure you. I might fake a stone burn to try to ruin I mean, somebody's life and get a little braid off them. Stop. Or they're like, dude, I saw you pull that sharpie and put that red mark on your leg. No, no, that was a stone. It wasn't me. Yeah, I need, I need, but Corona fucks everything up. Nah, I'm not trying okay to go somewhere like and those people are like some weird touch me. Hey, yo, find a spot in Charlotte. I'm going to book me a trip right now. I'm going to mm. book me a hot stone massage. Followed by a deep tissue. I was actually told don't get the deep tissue if you haven't had deep tissue before. Yo, yeah, come it's on. Really and if you've like never rough, had it before and you're like super sore, you can bruise pretty bad. It was my trainer when I was playing ball back in high school. She was like, yeah, you Ooh. probably don't want that. I was like, cool. Yeah. I don't feel much tickling going on. Until you get to that happy ending part. But you can Stop. like know that. very ticklish. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot that. Literally. Oh shit! I just remembered. I was like, it I feel like I know someone who that happened to. I was like, oh, that was you. Jeez. Uh, uh, you guys have anything else before we wrap this thing oh, up? No, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, thank you for listening. Uh, Fall Funnel Fest is really roaring up. Hopefully, after this election, well, people should have been drinking heavy now, but. You know, drinking heavy to celebrate soon, hopefully. Um, hey, we appreciate you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Porch Talk No A. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, share this with a friend. Cop the merch. The Fall Funnel Fest merch is flying. Get some while you can. We